Okay, I'm happy to say we're joined on the program to discuss this further with Patrick Henningsen, a political commentator from 21stCenturyWire.com. Patrick, good to have your company. I suppose viewers, the public looking on at, at the images of what occurred, photo ops, pleasantries aside, they may ask the question, what has Donald Trump actually achieved here? At what point will he perhaps gain rail concessions from North Korea? This is the problem uh, with the current U.S. stance, uh, the style of negotiations that the U.S. is trying to uh, impart here on these on these talks is that uh, they want full compliance uh, from Pyongyang uh, before they'll consider lifting sanctions. And you have to look at this in a wider context. This isn't just about the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Uh, I believe that what Washington is attempting to do here is build a template of negotiations uh, that they hope will be successful, that they will then be able to transfer a similar sort of arrangement with regards to Iran. And that is the U.S. wants full access to all facilities, uh, military facilities in, in the DPRK. And they've already made remarks that, that that's a precondition uh, for any kind of a deal uh, with Iran. In other words, to get them back on board with the JCPOA, uh, they'll want full access to all Iranian facilities, and, and they're not going to get that. That's clear. Uh, Iran will not sort of compromise its uh, national security uh, to U.S. intelligence to that degree, specifically with all the threats that have been going on. So, and I, you have to remember that Korea and Iran are very good friends. Uh, they do uh, consider themselves part of the axis of resistance, as it were. They have good diplomatic relations. They see eye to eye on many political issues, including Palestine. So, a lot of people aren't aware of that, but that's that's a fact. So, I'm sure that notes are being traded between Tehran and Pyongyang on this very issue. While the U.S. president suggested sanctions could be negotiable, that was one of the first news lines coming from this, is there any political appetite in Washington for removing them? Um, I don't think so. Sanctions are, are, are interesting for the U.S. because this allows them to sort of have a tough foreign policy, to sort of talk tough, to be hawkish uh, with regards to economic warfare. Uh, and then the public sort of views that as the kind of, quote, nonviolent option to the, the general U.S. public and the media saying, well, that's better than a shooting war or this is better than a nuclear standoff, for instance. Uh, economic warfare is sort of palatable to the they, they, they've conditioned the U.S. public and the political bodies to sort of accept that as a kind of a traditional option for military uh, intervention. So it's easy. They don't have to do anything. They just keep sanctions on and the, uh, the the relationship deteriorates over time. Just on the reaction to what occurred um, today, we've, we've had other U.S. presidents previously going to the uh, demarcation area but not actually stepping foot into North Korea. Donald Trump did that, but the reaction among many U.S. media outlets you know, not quite scorn, but almost for, 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 for attempting to do that. Do you think there's anything he would be given credit for in terms of this? It was very symbolic, uh, stepping over that side of the DMZ. Very symbolic. It's historic. It will go down in history. He is the first uh, sitting U.S. president to do that. But the objections of the resistance is coming from pretty uh, predictable quarters, namely the Democrats, 
uh, because this is an election cycle right now, we're in the 2020 election cycle, but also uh, from the, the media that's very pro-defense uh, contractor aligned uh, mainstream media in the U.S., of course, they're always going to be against any sort of detente uh, for any of these sort of traditional cash cows, mm. like the sort of the, 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 the conflict in the Korean Peninsula. Then you have the neoconservatives, the war hawks, they have formed this kind of uh, un unlikely uh, uh, coalition with the Democrats on this. But the sniping from the Democrats, including Kamala Harris, most notably uh, saying that uh, Trump is coddling uh, Kim Jong-un in this respect. I, th this is not going to uh, have any great benefits for them because Trump in the election cycle has the advantage. This is one of the benefits of being president is you'll be able to control the timing, uh, the drama, when things unfold, when big announcements are made. And uh, he's absolutely going to play this to perfection. Uh, during the okay. upcoming 18-month election cycle. Patrick, thanks for your time this Sunday. Appreciate that. Patrick Henningsen, political commentator from the website 21stCenturyWire.com. Thank you.